0: Welcome back to Podcast Slayer, and this is part two of episode one. I started to divert the conversation into mental health, and I wanted to elaborate on that. Similar to photography, I've always been intrigued by the human mind. I remember Googling serial killers and psychological disorders randomly as a teenager. I briefly remember wanting to be in the medical field doing autopsies or photographing crime scenes until I quickly realized I ain't got the stomach for that. (laughs) I don't know what that says about me, but clearly there's a huge market targeted towards an audience with that kind of interest. We see so many crime documentaries and psychological podcasts out now, but what's unique about this podcast is that I really want to focus on the fact that therapy is for everyone. You don't need to have any disorder to help yourself or help others emotionally. We are taught to take care of our bodies and how our body is the vessel to go get physicals, blood work, get our teeth fixed annually. Yet, we're rarely taught to take care of the brain. In fact, did you know the amygdala is an almond-shaped structure within the brain that regulates our emotions and behavior? If we're taught to take care of the heart, take care of our liver, our skin, our private parts, why the hell aren't we taught the proper words and actions of the sections in our brain? Is there an agenda there? When you do therapy, Often the first question you get asked is about your childhood because it's proven that our childhood can directly affect our adulthood, the industry we end up in, the people we get into relationships with, all of it. With that being said, i always felt that therapy was essential to every young adult. But with the pressure of social media, the downfall of many artists having to compete with each other, and small businesses having to survive this pandemic, I now feel even stronger about my position on mental health and speaking candidly with people I encounter. So on this podcast, you can expect deeper level conversations instead of the surface level bullshit that we talk about all the time. I also just wanna have a safe place to promote good people that do great work and some good old fashioned locker room talk, of course. <laughs> all right, let's briefly get into my personality type, childhood, etc. First of all, I don't care if you believe in Zodiacs cause I'm gonna tell you regardless, I'm a water cancer through and through, which means I'm an emotional asshole. I'm a mess. (laughs) I will cry at the drop of a hat. I'll give you the shirt off my back. Love you like no other. And I'm a Capricorn moon, which means I like to work on things that I excel at. I succeed at doing projects. I matured from a young age and can provide a lot of wisdom. And when it comes to my relationships, I don't want to waste my time and play games I think that's all true for the most part, but you know, take what a grain of salt. <laughs> um, and when I Google every personality disorder and diagnose myself as if I have a degree for this shit, I think I have many symptoms of borderline personality disorder, BPD, which is when you feel things on a very extreme level, more so than other people. Um, I think I have traits of OCD without a shadow of a doubt, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I'll check the stove to make sure it's off 10 times. Uh, I'll lose it on you if you leave dishes in the sink after I just clean them. And obviously, these symptoms are very, very mild um, in comparison to people who suffer with severe BPD or OCD. So disclaimer that I would never want to mock these conditions. I do know for sure that I have a form of anxiety, though, 100 percent. I mean, I've always had it. I remember hating school, hated being put on the spot to perform an equation or a curriculum I didn't understand, and I remember hating test taking. Even now, if I'm asked to take any kind of test or just even waiting at the doctor for test results, my heart starts to race. Um, but it's interesting though, because I don't mind doing anything that I know I'm good at, which is usually something artistic my childhood was pleasant for the most part i have two older brothers who tickled me until i cried threw me in the dryer and spun it around for fun (laughs) uh i did go through some trauma like most families do but my mom tried her best to give us everything we wanted and show up emotionally i wasn't shielded from anything as a child my mom laid it all out there And so I never felt confined or restricted like I couldn't discuss things that needed to be discussed And I didn't feel sheltered and the need to explore bad things, you know, or get into bad things I just I think I grew up mildly innocent I did get into trouble in school, but I feel like that was more due to the anxiety part And I didn't have a real boyfriend until around 16 17 ish, um My parents were together for a good 20 years total, separated, divorced. My mom remarried. We moved from Brooklyn to the Bronx later. And I ended up staying in New York City and began following my path and growing up. So that's it. Um, Thank you for rocking with me. Stay tuned for my friends that are going to come on here. And yes, okay, your girl did type a little bit of this out because a bitch got tired of thinking on her feet. All right? So don't judge me. Bye.